This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi there, welcome along to this podcast and What's New 23 once again saw our panel of experts when it comes to music review a brand new album. This one's called Hannah, but not referring to a lady's name. It actually means in Japanese, blossom or nose, would you believe? And it belongs to the singer Sophie Ellis Baxter. Do enjoy the album and join me live on the show weeknights 8 through 10 here on Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Yeah, welcome into the show once again. And of course, every Tuesday we have a good old chat about music. And uh, What's New 23 always comes up with a brand new album to talk about as well. Our panel of esteemed musicians, producers, vocalists uh, is back with us. Phil Pendlebury, hi. Hi, Mark. Nice to see you. Uh, also, Eddie Parsons. Hi, Mark. Nice to see you, sir. And, uh, of course, Emily Peacock to my right. How are you, Emily? I'm really good, thanks. Nice to be back. Uh, it's uh, great to have you all in our studios uh, once again. Uh, we've just been trying on sunglasses. Um, <laughs> just <laughs> seeing who looks the coolest in a pair of uh, Emily's sunglasses. But Everyone but me, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to move on to uh, music right now. But a few headlines that I just want to share before we get into our album. Johnny Mitchell showered with love on Saturday night as she played her first headlining show in more than 20 years. Joni Mitchell, Eddie. An icon. Where do I start? Um, just, yeah, simply an icon. And it was great to see her performing at her age because um, I think everybody within the industry realises that um, these great icons from the 50s, 60s, yeah. 70s and that are unfortunately uh, thinning now so um, yeah great to have a power to on stage um also we've talked a lot about ai over the last few weeks so paul mccartney has come out and said that he employed artificial intelligence to help create what he calls is the final beatles record he said that the technology had been used to extricate john lennon's voice from an old demo so that he could complete the song which is going to be released later on this year so it's got a plus side uh, emily as our ai yeah do you know it's so interesting so interesting and even the fact that it's uh, paul mccartney taking this leap and yeah. doing this because mm. i had a feeling that like the you know the more established and older bands like the beatles like I had a feeling they might turn their nose up at this kind of thing mm. and think, no, no, mm. we we created our music in the natural way with everyone yep. present. Yeah. So it's really interesting, and it'll be interesting to see what the domino effect is from this. Yeah, I mean, he's using it in a good way, isn't he? Mm. Uh, you know, he's kind of taking an, an old recording and bringing it back to life. He's not imitating somebody else. No, it's else. not an imitation, and it would be really, like you said, it would be really interesting to, to hear the result. Mm. I mean, from a technology point of yeah. view, as well as the musical, obviously, Eddie, I know you're a massive Beatles fan. Well, uh, yeah, let's not forget, though, that um, their recording technique was... Um, uh, revolutionary at the time with mm. George Martin, what he did with which was basically a four-track recording when they first started out, the 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 ability to get such great sounds at such an yeah. early age of of technology yeah. as which we now take for granted. We we often talk about how great mm -hmm. these uh, new albums are produced, except for last week's. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> album yeah. um, and they're so hyper produced it's amazing and it's just so live and vibrant and around you and surround you and above you behind mm. and yet back in the day in the 60s when they were recording and even to the late 60s like um, they were so 
innovative in in their approach to to writing and recording and with george martin at the helm it was yeah. no wonder imagine ai in the hands of george martin <laughs> <laughs> but it, i'm not surprised to hear that he's actually taking this on board to, to my to my way of thinking yeah why not yeah so because the new guys are going to do it anyway yeah um he's not actually named the song yet but it, it's rumored that it's something called now and then uh, but he says it's going to be released this year, so we'll look forward to that. Mm. Um, uh, former bassist Bill Wyman of the Rolling Stones has reportedly recorded a new song with the band more than 30 years after he left the group. Yeah. Mm. Uh, he's 86 now. Yep, yeah. good on him. Not much to say <laughs> about that. You know, the Stones are the Stones, aren't they? Yeah. But I, um, Carry on rolling, that's, yeah. what, that's yeah. what we say. And finally, Hearts' Nancy Wilson has revealed she's working on brand new music with her sister Anne. The two have been at odds with each other in recent years, but the group's 50th anniversary is going to be happening this year, and they're going to be coming back together. That's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, it's nice to hear. And yeah. um, I'm looking forward to us reviewing that album when it comes mm, out. I hope so. Yeah. They actually, um, talking of doing AI and stuff, they are doing what Phil often talks about. They're not actually, they haven't met, but they're yeah. recording separately and it's being mixed at a, a third location. So Yeah, which brings us nicely into our... Um, uh, first uh, piece on our album, Sophie Ellis Baxter is who we are talking about. It's a seventh studio album, and um, she's been around. She what, what did she do? That Groove Jet, mm -hmm. yeah, she did that. Um, she did, of course, Murder on the Dance Floor. I mean, we can't deny that Murder on the Dance Floor was one of the catchiest songs of the early two thousands, and yeah. everyone was imitating exactly how she sang it with that uh, posh London accent. Yeah. So that was two thousand and one. So I was nine when that came out. And I was wow. singing it constantly. Really? Yeah. 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 But yeah. it was it was fun. It's a fun song. Yeah. Yeah. What, what do you think? So, so Same thing. We were talking earlier about this. And for me, you know, she's not a whaler. She's not a, a Whitney or, a, you know, a, a Celine Dion. She's very straight, simple. But I like it. Yeah, I've always liked it. The Groove Jet and, and exactly what you were just saying, yeah. And yeah. to be quite honest. Let's get into our first track then. It's called Lost in Sunshine.
Okay, that's the first track then from this album. It's called Hannah, is uh, the album. And we'll find out why it's called Hannah. It's not nothing to do with a lady called Hannah. It's something completely different. We'll find out exactly why uh, very shortly. But uh, Lost in Sunshine, Emily, what do you make of that? Do you know what? I kind of feel mean saying it because I feel like she's a really lovely person. I like her whole, like... I just I like what she how she talks about music. I like her. Yeah. I don't love the song. No. And I'm mm. not the biggest fan of her voice. Um, I've listened to this song a few times. It hasn't grown on me. Um, yeah. I it doesn't light me up. It's just all right. It's just all right. Yeah. It's, yeah, right. it's just all right. <laughs> Phil. Yeah. That nice song. I, I didn't grab me. And I agree. You know. I'm 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 not. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of the voice, and I still remember when I first heard it being a bit like, mm, you know, you call yourself a singer. But <laughs> one thing you can say is she's got a very distinctive yeah. voice. 100%. And, and she's super likable in yeah, interviews yeah. as well. I, I, of course. And I can hear, apparently a lot of this was inspired by Japan. Yes. trip to Japan. You, you may already have it queued yeah, up yeah, something, yeah. so I'm not going to... But uh, you can kind of hear that in, in some mm. of the lyrics and, and the, the little melodies. But we'll go into that yeah. in a while. What do you think, Eddie? I liked the intro, uh, which um, to my ear sounded like the guitar was uh, sort of bathed in reverb, but it had some sort of Ebo effect on it, which was really nice. Ebo is a device that guitarists can use to resonate the string, give a continuous tone, but it may be just an effect. I'm sure Phil could... Uh, identify that for us also um nice to hear that the snare drum was quite fat p-h-a-t yeah um which was, which was nice a nice natural bass sound uh catchy chorus and i like the way that the vocals doubled up on the chorus to give it a nice lift and again it goes harps back to that modern production where everything lifts and is in your face the compression is full on for the chorus mm -hmm. but um yeah it's a light summer easy-going pop song. Yeah. Um, I mean, Phil, she was a 90s kind of, you know, no, no maybe 2000s. 2000s, yeah, 2000s for me. That's, when she was at her height. That's, yeah, I mean, it, you couldn't really go anywhere without hearing that one of those iconic songs. Yeah. And, you know, and that's when we ended up, which I think you were going yeah, to get to. Yeah, we're going to get, we're going to If we do get to, I'll save that then. But yeah, I, I'm still, I'm still a fan. I, I, I haven't once again had a chance to listen to this in advance. So I'll be interested to see if there's anything else that picks yeah. up from where we just left off. Let's just drop it in a little clip about, uh, from Sophie, just uh, telling us why the album is called Hannah. So Hana, spelled H-A-N-A, is the Japanese word for blossom, so it's got the kanji on the cover as well. So this album is all about new beginnings and optimism, it's very poppy, it's very optimistic, it's quite kaleidoscopic. It's my third album with a singer-songwriter called Ed Hogg. So we've done Wonderlust, Familia, and in this one we're in a kind of imagined um, Japanese landscape. You know, that's kind of like my big escape, really, and I feel like I really need that place to go. And I've written, I've realised a lot of songs about the necessity to have this sort of other realm that you can escape to. Kaleidoscopic. What yeah. a lovely word that is, isn't it? Yeah, I, yeah. I love that word. Yeah. <laughs> I was almost speak like, I know yeah. that I know that interview. <laughs> I just love that word so much. Yeah. And you can see that all the colours, like this album is, even though I don't love all the songs, it's almost like a, like, yeah. 
it's, it's like you're listening to colours when you're yeah. listening to this Cherry album. blossom. Yeah. yeah it's I, I've got to admit, it. you know, Japan these days, I mean, okay, we've always said we'd like to travel that way, that direction, but lately you look on YouTube and you see all these beautiful videos of the different parts of, of Japan and it's one of those places that has got to be on the bucket list. Mm. Oh, yeah, and anything place. that inspires that atmosphere and vision, like yeah. you're saying, to mm. me is, is a winner. Can yeah. I just add something, though, that wasn't on that particular interview? She also said that Hannah also means nose in Japanese. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it is definitely Blossom, she assured everybody. Definitely. Uh, we're going to come back with uh, more. We're going to hear <laughs> Phil as well, his collaboration with Sophie Alice Baxter when we come back. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Welcome back, and we are reviewing the seventh studio album from the uh, English singer-songwriter Sophie Ellis-Bexter. We've heard uh, one song from the album, uh, Hannah. We also know that Hannah means blossom, is it? in uh, And nose. And nose. Apparently nose. Nose as well. Uh, What we didn't know is that our Phil, um, Phil Pendlebury, who's sat right next to me on my left has actually uh, worked with Sophie Alice Baxter and this was the result. So, Phil, give us the story of uh, working with Sophie Ellis-Baxter. Yeah, it's a difficult one to sum up in seconds, but we did a lot of jobs in those days, the Riffs and Rays team, the the people that we did, Nasty Girl, the thing I've talked about many times. And we'd done a mix for Erasure called Sunday Girl, um, which had that very camp, the string line on it. And Sophie, or her management, I don't know who, had heard it and said, can you do us a a mix like that so okay. we did it she was very nice she mailed it we never met her okay. which is the case uh, often uh, like like Eddie was just mentioning yeah, often yeah. with these uh, production and some of them you'd class as remixes some of them you'd call productions okay. because you'd do a lot more than just you know yeah. adding um, and sometimes you'd get an email sometimes you'd meet people sometimes not you know that's just the way it goes but there you go. Yeah, yeah. lovely nice one. Lovely yeah. selfie. Sounded pretty good very to me. Cool. Yeah, very, sounds very nice cool. in the headphones. Yeah. I presume that's you on that. guitar. Phil. <laughs> yes, it, it is I real. Thought it would be. It is a real bit of guitar inspired <laughs> by uh, another dance track at the time. It might have even been Groove Jet. That little. Uh, sounded good. Uh, let's Thank get you. to track uh, number two. Sophie Ellis Baxter, Hannah, the album. This is called Breaking the Circle.
Okay, breaking the circle, Eddie. I like this one. I think it's one of the better tracks on the album for my for me. Yeah. Uh, um, a nice live drum sound again and live piano. It, this is more again to my ear sounds like you have like a basic band you have this lovely piano there's drums bass and guitar there setting the bass for the song there's some orchestral stuff that is probably sequenced i don't know i'm sure phil will let us know about that um it has a lot more ambience and space in it than the previous song it's not that it, it moves away from that sort of poppy dancey stuff this is a bit more sort of the other side of her perhaps okay. uh, I, I prefer this yeah and it's nice harmonies on uh, delicate harmony on the chorus yeah yeah, liked it. yeah. Uh, what about emily You're so i agree about liking the whole ambience of the song i think it's yeah. been produced really nicely um i think i would prefer to hear this song sung by somebody else <laughs> um yeah. there's something i don't or maybe not actually maybe i'd like it <laughs> instrumentally if i'm being really honest um i don't like the phrasing of the lyrics in the chorus and i think the lyrics are really quite simple and there's nothing really wow factor about it except the production and the instrumentation yeah, yeah. Mm. especially on the voice i think the production is great yeah it's lovely and uh, like i said um, originally you, you, she's a bit of a marmite isn't she but, you know lover or hate her voice kind of thing um the fact being that a she's just well, yeah you know people say about marmite don't they yeah, yeah, yeah they love yeah. it oh hate it okay. um i love the production ed Har- ed harcourt he yeah. she mentioned him briefly yeah. there she's working on the third album with him singer yeah. Yeah. songwriter yeah. producer and and a very good friend and of course he plays everything so it's all a bit drum, like you phil well another producer musician producer so yeah um Overall, I can't disagree with what you're saying. I'm not going to say I'm jumping for joy, mm. but I liked the song. I particularly liked, I just want to point this one out, I particularly liked the little semitone um, ducks and dives just on, on the New Horizon bit, the link into the chorus. It kind of, oh, I didn't expect that. That was oh, nice. Okay. Uh, let's get another one in. Uh, Everything is Sweets. sum up the uh, the album everything is sweet, sweet and, and lovely, lovely. and uh, they, it, it just seems to be harking back to, to 90s electronica um erasures coming out and yep. you know it's it's, it's, it's actually moved on from groove jet I, 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 
I don't think so. I don't know. It's it's such a difficult one. Uh, again, we're going back to her voice being the lead instrument. Yeah. And it's it's not a, a I can I'm going to say the same thing again, but she's not a singer whaler Whitney Houston, you know, one of mm. these people distinctive voice some of the lyrics are awkward to me you yeah know? so yeah. I, yeah even those lyrics hit me in that one yeah uh, everything is sweet and lovely i mean it's it's nice it's yeah it's, it's nice <laughs> isn't it um except she's all, what she's saying is like let's go into that she's referencing yeah. the realms again she likes yeah. to escape into the realms yeah. you know yeah. she says she lives a lot of the time in her imagination and you can really hear that you are transported somewhere in the songs but it is it's very literal lyrics that's isn't one it? of the things if you came to me with that song yeah. and you said come on be and you said look and this is the l- yeah. I would say, well, can you say that with it? can you say that in a find in a, a metaphor marmite bit, yeah. marmite yeah. marmite uh, can you yeah, can you remove <laughs> can you the be a bit less marmite? From the song? <laughs> um, we were talking in the green room before the show, and I mentioned that I felt that um, in in general she's very busy lyrically. It's not as catchy as one would expect um, pop music to be nowadays. It's there's a lot in, there's a lot of content there, and subsequently it sometimes sounds a little bit garbled in there. Mm. For pop music, you got to be a bit more sort mm. of. Space, yeah. you know, a bit maybe she'll go into spoken word, but um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, definitely a retro sort of uh, 90s uh, dance feel. Uh, nice to hear that there is an, again that sort of fat 80s snare drum sounds quite doof, doof, yeah. with that and the thuddy bass drum. And again, the sort of pet shop boys, Eurasia, Adamski, Alison yeah, Moyer, they all came to mind, of, you know. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. a bit, a little nod, but, but then there's been a, is, heard is a lot that, of that Is that going to sell in 2023? I think that, it, that that kind of retro dance thing is popular right now, but this, I think the, who are we to say, but yeah. uh, we're observing it this evening and personally, I would find that her, she, she has some fame already, so she'll probably get away with it, but her yeah. the, the, her voice and her lyri- lyrical delivery, it's a bit too there's too much going on Phil, yeah, I, it's not I, catchy enough I, I'm with you totally, Eddie um, just to point out, and we've had this conversation before, is you have to bear in mind that people like what we did back in 2007, which wasn't my best moment, to be quite honest but there you go, will take the lyrics or the the vocal from that track hopefully one or two of the tracks will get redone and we you change mm. it around you get rid of lyrics and you, mm. you you make it and then on the dance floors so that's where you start getting popularity rather than people listening on the radio something that's just going to maybe drift over their head yeah does that make sense what yeah, I'm saying? It, yeah it does um we're going to come back uh, we've, we've spoken about the fact that japan um plays pretty heavily in this um, album and big in Japan big in Japan (laughs) Alphaville we're going to hear a song called uh, Tokyo this is the night shift with Mark Lloyd on Dubai Eye 103.8 the UAE's number one talk radio station what's new 23 we've got the panel together (laughs) Um, a little bit on the fence about this album so far it's nice it's sweet but nothing's blowing us away let's see what she makes of this one this is a tune called Tokyo from Sophie Ellis Baxter. Oh, I wasn't supposed to come, but it happened that the fates they had their fun, and now I find myself away when we. Do 
take shelter from the rain I'm with you and you're in Tokyo again Oh, I don't know this place at all I feel so lost here in amongst the city sprawl streets I cannot name I'm with you when you're in Tokyo Again There's beauty here beside the sheets The world is wide and ever green Since I've been here I've had such Tokyo then uh, from this album Hannah, very much a uh, spotlight on Japan. Maybe she should have gone to Kyoto. <laughs> <laughs> South Korea. Um, okay, Tokyo, Phil. Yeah, I, again, I think maybe but the niceness level just went up mm. a little bit there. I really like the song. I, I, I don't know, I'd like to hear it sung maybe by somebody else. Bit of acoustic a guitar. Bit, yeah, it's not, again, what I was saying in the break there, basically what you're listening to is Ed Harcourt there with her lyrics and how much of the, of the, of the melody is her versus him. Who, yeah, know, who yeah, really yeah. knows? It's okay, it's pleasant. I don't dislike it. And, and the production's great. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. Emily, have you, do you know what else to say? Um, <laughs> I'll say something. Um, <laughs> say something. <laughs> so, yeah, Sophie Alice-Baxter, full naming her. She went yeah. to Tokyo in February 2020, yeah. Just, yeah. Before, yeah. Yeah, just before COVID. And obviously she was feeling very, she was reminiscing about that trip. It was the last place she went before the world shut down. Yeah. I thought so, you were going to say she was marooned there. <laughs> no, no, I thought that originally. No, um, she, yeah, so obviously she was reminiscing about this and dreaming about it and reimagining her memories and obviously yeah. It inspired her so much. The song is a bit dull, mm-hmm. to be honest. Yeah, yeah. But it has got there's three lumps of sugar in that one, isn't there? It's extra yeah. sweet. Yeah. Um, it's <laughs> it's nice instrumentally. It could be a really lovely soundtrack for a, um, a nice drama on Netflix. Okay, yeah, All give right. it that. We'll send it off. <laughs> uh, Eddie, um, lovely acoustic guitar to start the yeah, piece, yeah. and um, that continues through it. And the, the drum machine, which gets added to by acoustic drums later on i really like the ringo the ringo drum break just before the uh, the uh the end of the chorus it was a classic ringo thud 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 it was awful um anyway great bless um and then the the overall feel of it is very dreamy and um 
but I like the chorus, uh, the chords on the chorus. They were quite nice. And uh, yeah, as the guys were saying, it's it's sweet, it's sugary, it's kind of yeah. drift away. And um, it's yeah, funny you mentioned upstream. Ringo. Then uh, he's he's currently on tour. He's Ringo Starr with his All Star with his All Stars, yeah, which yeah, features Steve Lukather. I was going guitarist. back to say Steve's on board yeah, this one because yeah. usually it's Todd Rundgren, but uh, I think Todd's not too well at the moment. Yeah, and he's got a new album coming out, which we'll definitely be uh, taking a look at on this show. Uh, you wanted to add something there? No, Phil? I actually wanted to know what you thought. Um, yeah, um, I, I'd agree with Emily. I thought the tune was a little bit mm. dull and that some of the chords seemed to take me by surprise, didn't yeah. kind of, you know, um, flow the way they should have done. Yeah, yeah. Again, totally. though, she's, it's still the, the, the melody line that she's singing and the amount of lyric, lyrical content, it's a, it doesn't a flow. Yeah, it's, it's like, a lot. But she's, t- she's telling you a story. I get that. Mm. And that's the theme of this album. And she, but it doesn't, it doesn't move you and at this all. Is, this you're is not moving with it. You're the not, funny thing is like, that I still like her. <laughs> me too, me too. And, and, and I know she's got a huge fan base. Mm. And, and what you're saying is this is where a producer who maybe wasn't such a close friend would have said, hey, Soph, like, like I did with Carl. as a great example. Carl, you've given me three pages of lyrics. I'm only going to use two of those verses and one chorus. Yeah. Not good, you know, not up to par. Um, exactly. uh, no, the lyrics were all great, but y- you need a song, so some of them end up being 12 minutes long, as, mm-hmm. as you guys yeah. know. Are you going to tell a story, or do you want people to dance? Yeah, yeah. You or, know? Or, or identify. And she, and she, in yeah. her interview, she said, oh, no, this is a pop, this is a pop album. Well, we've heard a lot of pop albums lately, and this, this is more like she's reading a novel, perhaps, that she's written. I don't know. Do you know what? You're right, though. She's got a, she's got her following. She's got her fans. Mm, yeah. It's not she's not planning a big tour with this. She said she's doing a she's actually doing a tour based on her kitchen discos. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she did, yeah. She did that yeah, in lockdown. Over lockdown. She? So she's got, she gained a lot yeah. of new fans through that. Yeah, yeah. And she's talked about with this album, she might pepper in a few of the songs. So I feel like this album is maybe a little bit more self-indulgent Self, yeah. and a time yes. capsule yes. for her and amazing memories. And why not? Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. She's yeah. earned it, hasn't she? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why not? One more tune. Reflections. Just 
Okay, Reflections, that's the final song that we're going to hear tonight from the album uh, Hannah. Uh, let's uh, go with Emily. This is definitely You're the You're kind of bopping catchiest. around a little bit. Yeah, I was yeah. bopping. Definitely yeah. bopping a bit. Um, definitely the catchiest song. It's more of a dance pop song. Yeah. Um, again, the lyrics are very literal. Um, and then even like the production, like the, she said echo, then there was a very prominent An echo. echo. Um, <laughs> but no, this is, it's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Are you going to be rushing out to buy it? No, no. and I, it probably won't make any of my playlists either. But if it comes on, I'll probably nod my head. Would you go and see her if she came over here? Oh, if I was, if it was like a day festival. Yeah, like a nineties. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, she was, she was on about three thirty or four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, <laughs> with a coffee. And a scone. On right. <laughs> a festival well, lineup, yeah. What do you think? I, I'm, I'm okay with it all. I, I, she's not Taylor Swift, you know, and, and like we said earlier uh, about the number of lyrics, totally get it. Um, but bear in mind that if one of those tracks, if she decides to give that to somebody who will chop it up, make it more palatable for, you know, what might do well in the dance floors. Yeah, yeah. And she has got a massive following, so I'm sure yeah, she'll murder it on the dance floor. She'll, she will murder um, it on the dance yeah. floor. Very quickly, Eddie, we're running out of time. Yeah, the intro, the actual first opening chords, I believe, are the same as murder on the dance floor. Yeah, very, yeah into my ear. And the use of a very familiar chord structure progression through the verse, we were all saying, isn't that like, yes, it's been used here, there and everywhere. The chorus uh, is lifted by this skippy sort of uh, uh, open hi-hat technique that which lifts it a bit and gives it a bit more of a dancey feel but meh yeah fair to middling what can we see this week uh, Emily I think everybody should come down to Blah Blah the Tent on Friday night we're going to be on from Mm 10.30 and then on Saturday afternoon you can find me and John uh, playing at the Nonya Brunch at Taj Hotel lovely Philippe and if you feel like driving (laughs) a bit further (laughs) Little Bavaria on Friday night in Um Alkawain outdoors. I think for the last one or two, come and see me soaking with sweat. <laughs> and Saturday night also out, still outdoors at PJs. Oh, he's in a brave Abu Dhabi. one. Eddie, uh, I'm not performing live, but I am recording some um, oh, original material, which is going to be released in England on Ooh. somebody else's album. Lovely. Yes. So we'll we'll review it when it's all uh, put together and uh, all shiny and done. Uh, thank you, team, for coming in Thanks, once Mark. again uh, for having a chat about music and. But let's do it again next week. War of the Night Shift is coming up next. On the UAE's number one talk radio station, Dubai Eye 103.8. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.